This is the CQ on Congress Coronavirus Special Report. We are bringing you daily updates on the policy news you need to know using the reporting prowess of CQ Roll Call. Today is Thursday, April 2nd. The pandemic's wreckage continues. Nearly one million people across the globe are infected with COVID-19. And in New York, the epicenter in the U.S., there are 52,000 confirmed cases. Officials believe the apex is still a couple of weeks away. A staggering 6.6 million Americans filed unemployment claims last week, breaking the previous week's record of more than 3.3 million claims. The speed and scale of the job losses is without precedent. Until last month, the worst week for unemployment filings was 695,000 in 1982. To put this in perspective, the job loss over the last two weeks wiped out more jobs than the worst months of the 2008 financial crisis. So tonight, we turn to CQ budget tracker David Lerman to get his take on what is in the stimulus package that may or may not address this slaughter. All right, David, thanks for being with us today. Good to be here. So, David, let's clarify for our listeners uh, that this latest unemployment number, more than 6 million people, what it includes exactly. It's people laid off by employers, right? That's right. And so it's short. If anything, it understates the number of people who are losing jobs because a lot of people haven't even had a chance to file their claims yet. We've had reports that the the state websites are jammed and, and breaking down. The people can't even get into file. And then there's all these self-employed people who can't file, who aren't eligible to file this way. So, you know, there's got to be millions more, if anything, that, that uh, are losing jobs that aren't even being recorded here. Right. All those barbers and massage therapists and Uber drivers who work for themselves and and are for the first time ever under this new law eligible for unemployment benefits, but haven't been able yet to apply. So we don't know how big that group is. That's right. And so this is, I mean, this is really stunning now with over 6 million filing, even even if that figure were right, that's that's a record-breaking number. And you know, what's striking, Sean, is when they pass this, this, this financial rescue package, I mean, it seemed gigantic. This was this is going to be about two and a half trillion dollars when you add the two previous ones to it. Probably we don't have official cost estimates yet, but two and a half trillion dollars. It's the biggest financial package they've ever passed. Uh, it, it's it's almost a tenth of the size of the whole economy. It's more money than Congress appropriates for an entire year normally. So it seems gigantic, and yet when we look at the need now. Uh, I think there's already a real concern that this isn't going to cut it and that there's going to be a lot more assistance required. Uh, I mean, when, just based on the unemployment claims alone, and now there's already a the congressional budget office just came out saying uh, that the the economy, the gross domestic product is going to decline by more than 7% this quarter. And on an annualized basis, it could be a decline of 28%. Unemployment could exceed 10%. I mean, we're talking, you know, real severe recession level stuff now that uh, I don't think this package was really, this was meant to be a short-term band-aid for people. 
And if what we're looking at is actually a, a much deeper recession, then that's going to be a real problem. David, the law included hundreds of billions of dollars for companies, large and small. And the Democrats insisted on language in the law that would require that the money be contingent on the companies not laying people off. So can we conclude already that that didn't work? I mean, look, given the the economics here and everything forced to shut down, there's a lot of employers who probably have no choice but to start at least furloughing people. Uh, You know, loans are nice, but I mean, loans haven't even come through yet. They have to apply for them. So, I mean, you're right that the, the small business loans, there's about $450 billion worth that will be available where businesses can apply and with loans designed to keep people on the payroll, and then the loans can be forgiven if if they if people stay on the payroll. But you know, uh, timing is everything, and it may just be that that until the loans even get there, they may layoffs and furloughs may be coming down the pike anyway. So the unemployment benefits in the law are quite generous compared with in the past. a week for four months on top of normal unemployment benefits, which average about $400 a week. Is it possible that companies are seeing that and are letting people go knowing that they'll be taken care of? I really don't think so, but who knows? I mean, there could be some who do. Um, You know, this does provide an extra four months of very generous benefits. Uh, And there was even concern from some Republican senators that maybe they're too generous because there are some low-wage workers who might temporarily end up making more on unemployment than they did in their job. And so they were worried about a disincentive to work. Um, but it's, all, it's a very short-term thing. And I don't, I don't know that most companies are actually, are actually saying, well, we can just lay everybody off because unemployment's there for them. I think they're looking at their own economics of running the business, most likely, and and making decisions according to that. But you know, it's hard to say, and it's hard to say for everybody. Now, you mentioned earlier, David, that people are having trouble getting through to unemployment offices. The new program for self-employed workers who are unable to work uh, is not yet up and running. So, what's the status of people actually seeing money in their pockets from the government? One thing that's coming that we know of is the is the rebate checks. Um, the IRS is promising to send out these these stimulus checks of a, of as much as twelve hundred dollars per adult and five hundred dollars per child in coming weeks. Supposedly, in as little as maybe two or three weeks, um, if you're on file with the IRS. Um, so those are coming relatively quickly. Um, and if your income's be- below a hundred thousand dollars, that's right. That's right. It does phase out after a certain adjusted gross income level. Um, but for a, for a lot of medium middle class and low wage people, that that is a lifeline there. But it's only a one time payment. Uh, then the most generous benefit they can really tap is this expanded un- unemployment benefits, and that depends how quickly they can file and how quickly the states can get them up and running. I think the, these stunning unemployment numbers today raise another question, um, which is the design of the rescue law that passed. Uh, my understanding is that some other countries have taken a different approach that is more geared towards keeping people employed. Can you tell us a little bit about that, how, how other countries have responded? 
Well, obviously, if you look to Europe, I mean, Europe anyway has a much more generous social safety net by and large than the the U.S. You know, that's just always been true, and that's the case here. Um, I think that in um, Denmark, they're they're agreeing to compensate employers for up to ninety percent of their of their workers' salaries. Uh, in the UK, they'd pay up to eighty percent of wages, I believe. So you know, we don't have anything that generous here. We never have, and that is a difference you see compared to Europe for sure. All right, David. Thank you for your report today. Sure. One other item worth noting today. The Democratic National Convention has been postponed by a month and is now slated for mid-August. That's our CQ on Congress coronavirus special report for tonight. We'll be back tomorrow with the latest. For all of the CQ Roll Call Newsroom, I'm Sean Zeller.